Welcome to the English for Change podcast, a place for you if you are an ambitious English learner and you want to build a confident voice in English so you can make positive change for yourself and the world. My name is Ruth Whittle and I am an English language teacher. Join me here each week as we explore ways you can improve your English and your life and use your voice in English to speak about important global issues. Hello everyone! Welcome, welcome to the English for Change podcast. It is episode 28 and we're here again as we are every second week, every fortnight. And it's actually the first time that we are doing this podcast on video. So hello if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, really excited to be bringing you it here in video form for all of you visual learners. If you are listening to the podcast on audio as normal, you may want to go and see it on, on YouTube as well. I will link it in the description just because I will be giving some different visual aids to help as we go through this episode. So yeah, looking forward to getting into it. Uh, we're talking today all about a topic that we discussed in the last month of the English Changemaker Club, my community of English learners helping you advance your English, build your confidence in discussion groups and different other different activities. So we spoke about education in the month of August. It's a very good topic for this time of year as we go into back to school season. And uh, yeah, so I want to share some vocabulary with you. I want to share with you some resources, some very interesting resources in English that can that you can go in depth and do some research and think of the questions, think of the answers to these questions, how you feel about this topic, maybe what education is like in, in your country and in your culture. And this is what I like to do in with English for Change is really helping you to build a confident voice in English, you know, so that you can make a positive difference in your life with better English, but also so that you can make change for the causes and issues that matter to you in the world. So we do try to discuss fascinating global issues, like from anything from human rights, to feminism, the environment, and uh, looking at it from different angles, looking at different YouTube videos, podcasts, series, documentaries, articles, and discussing it with one another, asking deep, asking important questions, philosophical questions sometimes, and in the process, advancing our English, learning English, achieving greater English fluency. So just before we get into the episode, usually on this um, podcast, what I like to do, what I've been doing lately is a bit of a behind the scenes. So for me, yeah, things are just going along nicely in September. I, I don't know if I've really said this much on social media, but I am moving to France in the next few months. I currently live in Belgium. I know originally from Ireland, very confusing, but yeah, basically I'm moving from Belgium to France and uh, in Normandy. So that's uh, exciting, but a bit nerve wracking and a bit nervous to to move there, to to start a new life there, to, to settle in, to make friends and contacts and leave my home in Belgium where I've been living for four years with my with my partner here. And we've we really just love it. We'll be sad to say goodbye to, to, to Belgium, but we're not so far away. 
in France. So yeah, I am very excited about that. But also, yeah, um, really grateful as well that I am able to work on my online business wherever it doesn't matter with my location. I just can move very easily from Belgium to France and I don't need to find another job. I'm working with a lot of great clients at the moment. Just they constantly inspire me, even inspire me for my own language learning in their, you know, like in how, you know, dedicated and motivated. And I know many of you are listening as well. So you really constantly inspire me by your, yeah, just how, how motivated you are, how hardworking and the results that you achieve in such a short space of time. So I'm always happy to see that, to see my, my clients grow in confidence and um, achieve success. And uh, so, yeah, let's get into, into the episode now. So, and I'll be reading from my trusty Kindle as well. But the question I want to discuss in this episode is one that we were discussing in the Changemaker Club last month, as I was saying. What would the world be like if everyone had access to a good education? So this is something that is discussed a lot in, you know, in organizations, in the United Nations, at national level, at international level. I work with a lot of legal and policy professionals, helping them improve their English because I have a background in law. I study human rights law. So this is a really interesting question in, you know, looking at opportunity and education, how that can improve someone's life, improve someone individually, give them more opportunities, but also improve society for the better when everyone gets an education, no matter what their background. So we looked at an infographic from globalpartnership.org. And it was looking at what made a great education. First of all, they were saying that a good education can really change the world. And one of the statistics they give, I'm going to read to you now. So it said that 420 million people would be lifted out of poverty with a secondary school education. So if you think about it, yeah, people who go on um, children you know, they don't stop at primary school, but they continue on to secondary school. This education is providing them with invaluable skills that help boost employment opportunities and incomes, which help to protect people from, well, from poverty and make a more thriving society, more economically stable when people have better jobs and better incomes. So what the expression I want to look at that they used in this statistic is to lift out of poverty, to lift someone out of poverty. And to lift, the meaning is to carry someone, but to lift someone out is really to take someone out of something. So we often use this in terms of talking about policy, actually. So lifting someone out of poverty, lifting someone out of disadvantage, for example. So I thought that was like a good expression to think about when we were talking education and opportunities and pop. So yeah, I wonder, do you know that expression? Have you, do you know, have you come across it before? I would love to know and I would love to hear your example sentences, either if you want to in YouTube, if you want to put it in the comments, or if you want to, I don't know, tag me on uh, Instagram 
Or if you want to tag me on Instagram with this podcast episode and your example sentences, that would be a great way for you to put it into context and help you to remember this phrase. So to list someone out of something. Another point that the Global Partnership infographic talks about in terms of what makes a great education is that it's important not to leave anyone behind, especially not to leave girls behind. Don't leave girls behind. And why do they say this? So let me just read the statistic. They say that, say that keeping girls in schools benefits them and their families, communities and countries, of course. And if every girl received 12 years of quality education, earnings for women could increase by up to 30 trillion US dollars globally. So to fall behind and to be behind in something. So to be behind in something is to fail to do something fast or on time. So maybe, for example, if you were sick, you would fall behind in your work in school. And indeed, definitely, if women are out of education, out of school, they are going to fall behind in terms of their skills, training, their confidence even, not just about education and skills, but actually confidence and how they feel about themselves and how they can progress. You know, I am teaching a group of migrants at the moment, many of them women, and it is amazing to see the progress that they are making with their literacy, with their English, learning another language because English is, is a language that they are learning. And unfortunately, many of these migrant women didn't have the opportunity to stay in school long enough when they were younger. So they did fall behind in education. But now they are catching up on things. So that's the opposite thing you could say in terms of falling behind. So yes, you can fall behind, but you can always catch up later. It can be challenging, it can be difficult, but it is doable. And that is an important thing when there are circumstances where people fall behind, that they are given the opportunity to catch up. They're given the, the resources, the education and, and teacher to catch up on their education. So yeah, that expression to fall behind and to, to leave behind someone it's really good expression to use in terms of talking about any kind of abandonment or 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 stopping something not continuing something and the other thing that they were talking about in this infographic that we need to be backed by a strong system so education needs to be backed by a strong national education system, for example, a strengthening national education system. If we look across the world, no country is perfect in terms of the education that they offer to their children, to students. But it's always good to be backed up by a strong system. So to be backed up by something is to be supported by something. I could say to you that I back you up. It means that I support you or that the uh, schools in my country are backed up by private funding. There's not enough money in taxation to fund these schools, so they need to be backed up by private funding. So interestingly, just talking about schools and funding and all of that, there was a video that we watched in the club when we discussed this topic on Finland as one of the, the greatest education systems in the world for many years, among one of them anyway, especially in Europe. And so the video that we watched was a news report from an Australian news channel on YouTube. 
And it was a great video just looking, especially seeing, uh, really just seeing how the system was structured, how primary school children learned. It was extremely interactive. There was not a lot of sitting at a desk on your own, just reading and memorizing. There was a lot of dynamic interacting with your classmates and collaborating on projects, even things like having a shop and seven or eight-year-old children selling uh, food at lunchtime or being able to take money and, and set up a shop. So very, very practical skills. They also spoke about how in terms of the money, the funding for all of the schools across Finland, it was evenly spread across all of the schools. So the schooling was all free for everybody and the taxation money that people paid to the government was evenly spread throughout all of the schools. There was no private funding. So that made for a very equal system and some really great resources. There was none of that competition between different schools, which can be a, a thing in, in other countries. And, and then they were saying as well that being a teacher was a really really, what's the word, a prestigious role. Yeah, being a teacher was a really prestigious role, something that you needed a master's, postgraduate qualifications to do. So uh, the quality of teaching was excellent. So it was a really interesting video. I'd highly encourage you to watch it and I will link it in the in the show notes. So that was my like final point that I took from this infographic. And talking about, you know, being backed by a robust and strong education system, there's another video that maybe some of you know already, but I really want to recommend if you haven't seen it yet. It's quite an old TED talk by Ken Robinson about why schools or the education system kills creativity and the importance of being creative and encouraging creativity among children in school. So I just want to read some of the quotes that he said. He said that creativity is as important in education as literacy. So, you know, reading and writing, that is something that's highly encouraged in schools. But he was saying that creativity is just as important. But that we, as in all of the school systems, we don't like mistakes. We don't encourage mistakes. We think that they're really bad. So they are stigmatized. And that means that the result is that we are being educated. We are educating our children out of their natural curiosity and creativity. Because if they get a, a different, like a new idea, or if they find a new way to do something, often the traditional school system will say, no, this is the way we want you to do it. And they will not encourage new ideas or they will not encourage, yeah, students to to find creative solutions that may go wrong they may make mistakes but this is what uh, leads to new ideas and creativity you know there's another quote that he said and it was imagination is the source of every form of human achievement and it's the one thing that i believe we are jeopardizing in the way we educate our children and ourselves you know imagination this is something i've been thinking of a lot lately any big thing, any big invention was in someone's imagination before it was created and realized. So imagination is hugely important for any entrepreneur or big uh, creative, someone like any of the, the people that you look up to nowadays, or if we just look at people making airplanes or, or, or going to space, that was all in someone's imagination 
first of all and was not done so creativity is 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 really important especially and even more so in today's world so i would highly recommend that ted talk there is a long version i think it's 20 minutes but there's a short version that i will also share with you it's only two minutes long and some really really good points that i think you will resonate with as well so that is the question of education yeah it's a very there's a lot to say about the topic of education we looked at it from different points of view in the club last month. We even had a member give a presentation on educational theories, pedagogical theories, and her role as an educator in her country. It was really fascinating looking at uh, whether, you know, as a teacher, you know, people teach, but does the student learn and the different learning styles that different people have and how we learn in a different way and how there are more active and passive ways to to teaching and to to learning so it was really fascinating but before i go i just wanted to to let you know that there is a pdf to download so if you want um if you've been kind of multitasking going for a run or making food making your dinner or something that you can download the pdf which will have all of the expressions and resources for you to check out and to you know go more into this topic in english on this topic of education this is what i love to do and encourage in terms of learning english it's how i learn french now I realized that I didn't need to stick to a textbook, that I could just explore my interests through the language. And I just love doing that. YouTube is like my number one resource. <laughs> That's why I'm delighted I'm, I'm finally on YouTube now and uh, trying to follow some of the things that I picked up along the way as a, as a consumer of YouTube. But I just love learning. There's so much to learn on this platform. You know, you can just go anywhere in terms of things you want to learn. Anything that you want to learn is is there. So yeah, the other thing I wanted to say was I have a self-study guide that you can download for free. And the self-study guide is a 10-day guide that you can use to really uh, boost your English fluency in terms of going through all of the skills, all of the language skills, all of the things you need to do even practicing your speaking and writing the active skills so you don't have to plan or think about what you need to study it's all there and it's all very dynamic and interesting there's interesting resources so a bit like today where I shared with you some resources and vocabulary it's uh, a lot like that in the self-study guide so I would definitely recommend you check that out too if that is something you would like to do so I'm so happy you joined me here today and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of English with Change. If you enjoyed this, I would love it if you could leave a review or recommend the show to a friend. See you next time.